Hey, good morning. It's Andy. It's good to be with you again and uh, spend time with you again in God's Word on this uh, Wednesday morning. It is Epiphany. It is the day we um, stop and think about the wise men getting to uh, visit Jesus at Bethlehem, and we think about their um, think about their uh, dedication, their efforts. That was uh, the point of our sermon Sunday. Was talking about the wise men and the challenges that they faced on their journey and how we who are following Jesus also face journeys and challenges and that we have to uh, keep our eyes on the star and on Jesus as well to arrive at the destination that God has called us to. So all of today's readings um, are interesting. As I, as I entered into my readings today, I expected it to be, okay, well, the gospel reading will read about Matthew, you know, or read Matthew about the wise men getting there. And that wasn't the reading. Um, all the readings today um, talked about the light to the Gentiles, um, that Jesus Christ came not just to save the Jewish people, but he came to save all the world. And so those of us who are Gentiles, uh, that we now have a place in God's kingdom. We have a place, uh, Paul talks about being engrafted into the vine. We have been grafted into the vine of God, that we can have life through Jesus Christ. And, and so all the readings talked about that. And I, I want to read to you the New Testament lesson today, which is from Revelation, Revelation 21, where it says, this is Revelation 21, we'll start with verse 22. It says, I saw no temple in the city, for the temple is the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb. And the city has no need of the sun or the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God is its light, and its lamp is the Lamb. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. Its gates will be, never be shut by day, and there will be no night there. People will bring into it the glory and the honor of the nations. And um, that's a beautiful uh, passage to me talking about what eternity looks like and what heaven looks like. We see, and I, I, I like this, a couple things that are interesting there. First it says, there is no temple in the city. For its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb. Um, we, I at least, maybe you don't, but I do always associate so much of worship um, with, I think this is healthy, this is not a bad thing, but I associate so much of worship with the, with the church, with the building, with the temple, if you will. Uh, we have our own temples, that, uh, and I don't mean temples in a bad way, I mean, I think it's a good thing. I think the temple is a wonderful thing. Um, but we associate so much of worship with um, place. Think of Think of uh, Jesus in Samaria, or she asked Jesus, where's the right place to worship? Our our fathers say upon the mountain, your people say upon uh, in Jerusalem, and Jesus says there'll come a time when the true worshipers will worship in spirit and in truth. I think about what Paul writes, where he says that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. It says in eternity that, that worship is not tied to a temple in the same way that it is here, or that we, or that we associate it with here, but that the temple is the Lord God and the Lamb. And here's the thing I think that's so important for us as Christians is we spend, when I, when I was younger, I didn't, as a preacher, like to talk a lot about heaven or preach much about heaven. Because uh, I think as I've done more funerals, as I've gotten a little older myself, I think a lot more about heaven nowadays. Um, and I, I think we always think of heaven as a future thing. 
that one day, yeah, like what Paul says in Corinthians, it says, one day we'll know face to face. One day we'll fully know even as we have been fully known. Now we see us through a mirror darkly, soon we'll see face to face. Okay. So yes, there's going to come a time when the veil of sin and of flesh and of weakness will pass away and we will be forever with the Lord. But I think we fail to understand the beauty of God's plan when we don't understand that we can have a heaven experience now. Every time we experience God through the power of the Holy Spirit, when you're reading your Bible and you experience the Spirit speaking to you, that's a foretaste of heaven. When you're in worship and you hear the choir sing a powerful song, or you take communion, or you are part of a baptism, or whatever happens in worship, and you feel the Spirit move, that's a foretaste of heaven. When you're serving somebody and you feel God confirm your faithfulness in that moment, that's a foretaste of heaven. Each of these moments where we experience the spirit and the power of God, that is a foretaste of heaven. So heaven is not just a one day thing that we will experience, but through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can experience heaven now. Heaven is a now thing as well. Because here, here's talking to heaven, and in heaven, there won't be this temple because the Lord God is the temple and the lamb is the temple. The city has no need for the sun or the moon to shine upon it. For the glory of God is the lamp. The nations, this goes back to Epiphany, the nations will walk by its light and the kings of earth will bring their glory into it. We see how wide this kingdom of God is. That all who have their name in the book of life, all who have made a confession on Jesus Christ, all who seek to know God and to give glory to God, who, all who seek to be redeemed by the blood of the Lamb will be part of that heavenly experience. Epiphany expands the base, if you will. Epiphany expands the, the, the kingdom. Because what we see on Epiphany is we see these Gentile, Zoroastrian, most likely, priests from Persia who had no reason to had no reason to be paying attention to the birth of a Jewish king come and worship this king because they had seen this this light, this star in the in the heavens, and they followed and they worshipped. And they came to worship before the religious leaders did. They came to worship before so many people. The first two groups to worship Jesus really were the shepherds who were considered unclean by many, and the wise men who were Gentiles. So we're seeing the very birth of Jesus, that all who confess him, all who worship him, all who seek him will find him. So I think two things for us today. First, um, well, three things, I guess. First, let's be on the lookout for foretaste of heaven today. Let's pay attention to what the Spirit does in our life and understand that those experiences are foretaste of heaven. Secondly, um, let's, let's be mindful of expanding our view of who can experience God. Don't write, off, don't write off folks so quickly. Don't give up on folks so quickly. It's very easy to give up on folks, particularly when they disappoint us or they fail us. Don't give up on people so quickly because God doesn't. And third, let's seek after him. For we know that when we're seeking after him, we will find him.
If we seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened unto you. Epiphany reminds us of these things. So today, that's my prayer for us. Um, Today we see in the scripture that uh, they experience heaven in the full presence of God. So today, me and you, no matter what we're doing on the way to work, in our cars, uh, talking with people, interacting with emails and text messages, every time we experience that gift of the Spirit, that's a foretaste of heaven. So today, let's be on the lookout for a foretaste of heaven. And let's, um, let's rejoice when we encounter it. And let's not forget it when it happens. So I hope you experience heaven today in your life. Love you guys. Praying for you. Have a great uh, Wednesday and a great epiphany. And we will see you tomorrow morning. Thanks for watching this devotional.